From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Yeah, we are the phone for the fans, the Bleed Blue Show, the Dugout Podcast, and um, the get around Major League Baseball. Uh, halfway, almost, we're almost through the halfway point in September. Uh, focus on the inside-out approach. Of course, looking at our own squad first and then get around the rest of baseball. Uh, first of all, uh, starting with our own squad, like I said, uh, I thought we were going to get off to uh, a lowly, uh, maybe lose the series versus Tampa. It felt that way after the game on Friday night, uh, after losing 4-2 to on Friday. But, man, did they ever responded in a short uh, stretch of games, uh, Saturday and Sunday, with a lot of runs in the first and second inning on Saturday and Sunday. And, and the Yankees needed it. Offensively, uh, they definitely needed an outburst versus the quality of opponent in the Tampa Bay Rays. And, you know, I was following the game along in particular on Sunday. I had a little bit of a late start with the rain, right? And then, uh, I, I, you know, I was watching the 1 o'clock NFL games, but when the baseball really finally came on, and after what they did on Saturday, to put the game away or put the game to bed, literally after the second inning, with pretty much no comeback in sight by the Tampa Rays, was, felt really, really good as a Yankees fan. It really did. Uh and it needed it because it felt the wind was taken out of the sails on Friday, but the Yankees could not amount a comeback. It felt it had the riding on the wall after a strong week versus the Twins after getting them out of the way. And, it's, and if, let me let me talk about them real quick. Like, if it feels that when the Yankees come across the Twins, no matter what part of the schedule over the last 20 years, it feels like it gets the team jump started. For, no matter who is on the, the Minnesota Twins, if it's Maurer, if it's uh, manager garden hire or whatever the twins uh, definitely gave the Yankees somewhat of a boost by playing them at home and Yankees handle them the business at home versus the twins and just to set up the situation how much could the, the Rays gain on the Yankees or the Yankees could get a little bit of a cushion on them because looking at it as of right now uh, September the 12th and you have a five and a half game lead in the division, that I mean, it's never nothing's never too safe because a, a collapse could still occur. And and I I was on firm belief that they're going to blow this shit. Honestly, I I'm not gonna lie, and they still could. Like, but there's a little bit of an assurance in there after Saturday and Sunday get pick up an extra game after Tampa Bay comes uh to, to the Bronx. So I say all this to say, uh, with five and a half left, uh, five and a half games above the Rays and six above Toronto. Of the offense, for for a short stint of the series, I don't know how much they're going to be able to keep that up. I got big games this week, of course. They're on the road, into league games this weekend. Uh, I, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll definitely wait and see. I lost a lot of my confidence. I think a lot of Yankee fans lost a lot of their confidence, or or they believe like like I I thought the pitcher came down to earth and the bats weren't coming around, and that showed to be a little bit of the point. Uh, the majority of the second half of this baseball season since the All-Star break. So I, I also want to you know, salute to Jonathan Tyone, who's actually 
gave us some good quality starts all the season. Uh, he's pitched pretty well. And, and think of where he's coming from after his uh, Tommy John surgery a couple of seasons ago after being traded from the Pittsburgh Pirates and him being a solid uh what, 13 wins and four losses on the season, just giving a, a nice piece to the start of rotation. Although, like like you said, the Yankees, uh, outside of Garrett Cole, who's going to be the guy to really fill in the pieces for quality starts? And, you know, you saw the arms go up and, you know, go in and out of this lineup. We had trades and guys leave the team like Jordan Montgomery. Frankie Mont- Mont- Montez comes to the team. He struggles early on. He starts to pick it up a little bit, like in the Mets series. But overall, all season, Tyon has pitched pretty well and kept us all up in a lot of these games. And, and it's good that we could rely on that uh, quality arm uh, ha- through the halfway point of the September here in this 2022 season. And also with the Yankees, uh, knowing that the last couple of weeks, you know, division games, and then got the last series in, on the road in Texas. Uh, Got, if they could get out of this thing by next week, we come back on here, and by next Monday they could sustain this five and a half game lead. I, I will definitely say this: you know, the division will definitely be for the AL East will belong to the Yankees. So uh, it's just more of a wait and see. Got to get guys back in the lineup. We saw guys uh, tee off on some home runs and, and the power explosion. We all know about Aaron Judge's. Uh, Maris Chase for the home run record in the single season, but other guys like Glenn Torres, uh, uh, who's uh, show a little bit of power. And it's like you got to brain, like you got to kind of like confuse him, or you got to trick him that you're he's playing the uh, Baltimore Orioles because he seems like he stats pat, stat pads against that particular baseball club, you know, a couple of years ago, and he, he got it going on as well. Um, let me actually go back to one point. Um, in the twin series, IKF with the grand slam. Like, <laughs> I mean, who would have saw that coming? You know, I mean, sometimes a, a big hit is when it's really needed in the mat- in the matter of his, you know, him uh, supplying the power and unlikely support of the power and giving that big home run in the in the twin series, that big grand slam. Um, they just got to keep it. Going. Going it, man. I mean, you hear it all the time. This is the part of the year. I, mean, I would have said about a little bit right before the All Star. I'm not All Star, right? Labor Day weekend to really sustain or build upon quality starts. Uh, injuries, the the guys that get back, the guys that are you know just banged up in this lineup. I, I say. If they could get this uh, a little bit roll, a little bit of steam rolling, uh, heading into uh, you know the playoffs, just to secure a, a playoff spot in the next week or so, and then uh, because they haven't, you know, they still haven't done that yet. You know, you got a couple of games uh, in Fenway uh, in the middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? Then you got to go to Milwaukee, and then you got Pittsburgh and Boston all you know next week. And then no, let's see, let's not sleep on Pittsburgh, right? Like we talked about. The Pittsburgh, uh, when we played them in Pittsburgh, and they kind of played, they played hard against us, and they had our had our number right there in early July, right? Uh, you know, you know Boston. I mean, it's still a rival at the end of the day. Uh, we had our struggles in a split series with those guys, and they, you know, seem to get up against us, uh, especially in Fenway this year. But if they could get through this week in Fenway, you know, the two games in. Boston and how you know at least try to win the series 
versus the Brewers, who are in their fight and trying to win in the NL Central. And I really like our chances, man, especially going into that third week of September when we got to play uh, Pittsburgh and Boston again, like at least a good six, seven times before you close this thing out going to Toronto. Toronto should be out of the picture by then, and then you got the last series uh, with Baltimore and Texas, right? So uh, all is pretty much uh, lined up, man. This was a big series versus the Rays. It really was. Uh, it really was as far as distance in the standings. It was really about they've shown a lot of grit. Though Even in the last series, playing them down in St. Pete, they've showed uh, a lot of um, – uh, a guts it is a very good baseball team, and still to me is going to be a tough out in the playoffs. The Tampa Bay Rays, man. So, you know, we know about the hitting with with, um, with Judge. We already know about that. We get you know with Stanton coming back, and now whatever the status is with Anthony Rizzo. Uh, I you know with Bader got to come back off the aisle. He's got to see him. Uh, try to get him some reps, especially going into the playoffs. You know, the funny thing is we still haven't seen Ben Vorsk. Uh, even all year as, an, as one of the catching options. Uh, I know Trevino's been out there and trying to does what he does. Uh, you know, Calling pretty much good games. And uh, I would like to see um, the pitching, of course, got to pick up a little bit more. A little bit more. I mean, they did a good job over this last couple of games. Uh, and kept, kept the Twins at bay into a minimum. You know, Friday game uh, versus Tampa, uh it could hold it to sustain the lead, but nonetheless, right in the position where they want to get a nice little groove. I would like, definitely would love to see how this thing goes. Uh, we'll probably have a live look in episode versus Toronto in a couple of weeks for that seven o'clock game as well. Um, and that's another thing. Next Monday we'll be back on, and after that will be a Sunday because of the Monday. Monday night game with the football. We'll definitely have some thoughts about that. Let me go around baseball real quick. Uh, I want to touch up on a couple of things. First, the L.A. Dodgers, the NOS champions, will, or will be the NOS champions. They clinched the, the playoff spot. I mean, they've been rolling, man. And is it one of these situations that they're just nobody's in their way? Nobody could give the Dodgers any competition? Uh, this year in the National League, National League regular season? Uh, do you see anybody cl- clipping them all? I think they might fall in the playoffs, man. If they run into somebody like the excellent starting pitching at the top heads, like the uh, Mets and Scherzer and DeGrom is there, I think the Mets could definitely hold their own in a short series, especially if they do not win the NL East, if, you know, whoever it goes between the Braves and them. And I'll get to the Braves in a second over their series, uh, over, uh, versus Seattle. That was an excellent series, uh, Braves and, and Mariners. But uh, back to the Dodgers, I, I think um, just because they have all these games and, and the crews, I think that there's only really one team maybe that can knock them off their high horse, and they have a lot of injuries too. They have a lot of uh, a Walker Bueller. You know, they, they have guys uh, just, just dropping like flies on their roster, but they're still rolling. They, they're a deep uh, veteran-led club excellent ball players, uh, you know, Hall of Fame type players on their roster. And it, they're going to be definitely the toughest. They're definitely going to be a, the deep toughest out, but they, they could be handled like anybody else could be handled. Man. But congratulations to the Dodgers clinching uh, a playoff spot. And then also the old man himself, Albert Pujols, uh, closer to 700. I see that he uh, 
He passed or surpassed uh, Alex Rodriguez on the all-time home run list. He's getting closer to 700. And it's a blessing because uh, I didn't get to see him hit a home run. And his, I have only, only seen him play once, you know. And um, he, he's, you know, he's still doing it. I mean, the guy, you know, remember, he took the big contract to go to the Angels and rightfully so to get paid and came back to his the team that brought him into the league in the, in the St. Louis Cardinals. And, and he's an all-timer. Congratulations to him, and I know his team is in the playoff race. Uh, they've had an excellent second half to their baseball season. They're a fun team to watch, and you know they've added pieces there to put them in the positions to battle in the NL Central and also to get to the uh, uh, you know make a deep run or try to make a, some sort of run in the National League. Uh, the series I, I think I really like the most over the weekend, uh, objectively was that Mariners uh, Brave series. And what the Mariners did, especially late in those games versus the Braves and the big home runs by Suarez, man, listen, uh, they've had a fantastic season. I know it's overshadowed because Houston's pretty much dominated the AOS, whatever, right? But the Mariners, you see how when we played them, they kind of had our number, you know, as far as the Yankees. That they did it. That was a fun – the, the, the crowd was packed. Uh, at, at the stadium in Seattle, and, and the Mariners uh, with guts and getting to the Braves pitching late in those games, a lot, a lot of drama and a lot of excitement. It, like it's almost felt like a playoff game watching those games, man. Uh, the Seattle uh, uh, Mariners and Braves are late night games, especially over the weekend. Uh, but definitely, um, there, there is stuff as far as a wild card. Uh, position or not even just locked into one. They just got to hold on to the spot, man. Uh, the Mariners have done an excellent, excellent job and, and what a very, very solid uh, win, series win over the, uh, the, uh, the Atlanta Braves, man. I mean, they what, 18 games over for 500, even though they're double-digit games behind Houston because Houston was just killing it, right? But, man, that, that Sunday game, uh, the, the winning 8-7, to seven, uh, just just and they have a big series, uh, you know, two more home games versus San Diego. I'm going to try to put back and forth between that. They have the, the day game on two, uh, was it Wednesday. They got the uh, night game tomorrow. I might try to stay up and, and watch a little bit of that. I'll try to get some of that after our hockey episode. I'm going to try to uh, tune into that. Uh, you know, beautiful way to, to lose the first game because Atlanta, you know, very good, solid club. And then coming back and winning um, on uh, – on Saturday, but that knife inning was everything, man. The, the two home runs by Suarez and, and also uh, Rodriguez, man. The, that that is like that was top ten game of the year material right there, man. A lot of back and forth in that game. The Braves had a big top of the knife inning to take the lead, uh, seven to six, and, and then what Seattle did to close it out in the uh, in the knife, just damn, just wow, 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 man, wow, wow, wow stuff, man. Uh, the, the back the back homers on top of that with, uh, with Rodriguez and, and Eugenio Suarez, man. Uh, that's definitely I'm, that's definitely top five game of the year, man. Uh, put that in the nominee uh, for that for that, man. So it's for the Mariners and the Braves. Um, one topic uh, last week, um, you know, we got to talk historical perspective. Uh, whether you're a fan of the players or not, if you have an alliance with a player or, or just the uh, you know, if, if your team or not, 
you know, I gotta give credit where credit is due because we all know on a, the AO MVP, if you give a damn about it, you know, I don't really care about those awards shit like that. Like I stopped giving a fuck about them. Probably sixteen, seventeen ish. You know, it was cool, you know, earlier on in your younger years and shit like that. But I, I stopped giving a fuck about those awards. I don't care. You know, I mean I get it as far as if if, if you're a the novice baseball fan and that's something you give a damn about, but me I don't care. But we know Aaron Judge is having an AL MVP type season because of the home runs. But, but listen, what Shani Otani is doing or has done this season in 2022, even though he was the you know MVP last year, is just because you don't see this period. Like you just don't see this in a hundred something years. And for this guy to really have 30 home runs and 10. <laughs> 10 wins as a pitcher in the same season. I mean, come on. And this is the Major League Baseball level. This is, like, you got to understand the the degree of difficulty of all these players playing in Major League Baseball just in general, okay? The degree of difficulty of just doing what they're doing on a baseball level. I mean, just if you're just a, a batter or a pitcher, that is what you do, like, you specialize on one or the other 99.8% of the time. Look at all the baseball players in the minors, single A, double A, triple A, major league baseball, all levels of the sport, okay? You either are in as a pitcher 100% or you are in as a batter 100% outside of, of course, you know, when they had the, uh, you know, pitcher has to bat and shit like that. I ain't talking about that. I'm just talking about you, are you either a starting pitcher, a relief pitcher, or you a position player and, and, and a hitter? And that's all you know is one or the other. And for this guy, in a hundred and, it seems like 150 years, I got to really go back and do the math. Go back to the 1800s. Like, I mean, you have to go that far back to see, because listen, let's be honest. There was not a lot of competition back in the 1800s. I mean, you had a smaller number of teams, but the talent, the the, the, the science, the, the the skill set, the mind of the baseball is just deeper. Everybody, the, the information is just wider now. And what he is doing now with the pitching and the hitting in the same season on this major league baseball level will we will never see it again. I mean, he probably could do it again next year or whatever. But he's the only player in our generation in 100 years plus doing what he is doing on a major league baseball level. I, major league baseball level, I think this is so phenomenal. Like It's even hard to put into words. I'll even go to the, to the moment or, 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 or to the point. It's you. It's probably the most amazing shit is professional sports I've ever seen with my own two eyes. And, and, I'm, and I'm not trying to sound cliche when I say it. Just think about it. This is the equivalent. That's like saying Sidney Crosby or the Pittsburgh Penguins or, 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 or Mark Messier or, 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 you know, give me another ba- uh, hockey player, Ray Bork or Joe Sackick or uh, Jonathan Tay, you know, Whatever, give me any Ford in the NHL, all-time player, you know, Gordie Howe or Bobby Holt, whatever. Doing what they're doing offensively and then turn around and playing goalie. And not only playing goalie, you know what I'm saying? Like playing goalie and playing 
all-star level or above par level goalie. Like, I'm not saying Otani's the best pitcher in baseball this year, but he's above average. I mean, getting 10 wins is no slouch. Like I just said, uh, Jonathan Tyone is, is a starting pitcher for the New York Yankees right now at sitting at 13 and a four. And he's not, he doesn't hit, you know what I'm saying? Just, just put the comparison into the context. 10 wins. Like that's like a, a hockey player doing what he he does offensively. Nikita Kucherov or Chris Kreider or, or Austin Matthews. These are guys doing what they're doing already, and then going in the net every I don't know once a week, playing goalie, giving up no more than two and a half, three goals against a game. That's the level we are talking about when it comes to this shit, man. I think this shit is phenomenal. Beyond phenomenal. And then when you look at um, uh, compare that, and that's not the not my guy Judge. I love Judge, right? Not to knock it, but listen, it is what it is. So um, he's not going to win the MVP, obviously, because the team's terrible. But you just got to put that into historical perspective and respect what he has done over uh, the last, uh, you know, this 2022 season, man. So I, I think that's what I, I pretty much gained or got out of this past week with the games. You know, you know, with our team, a little bit of separation versus the Rays, right? Um, the Dodgers clinching, uh, you already know that, right? It's really about who they're going to match up against in the short series and how they're going to be compared in the National League uh, Division Series and, and then Division Championship Series as well. So... That's that on the Dodgers. Don't like. There's only really one team. I think maybe two, but I I put my hedge, my bet with the starting pitching with the Mets that can knock them out or give it a shot in the short series. I think they have the mojo to do it. Uh, like I said, Aaron, Aaron uh, Albert Pujols, uh, phenomenal uh, historical career, um, surpassing uh, Alex Rodriguez for that 700 home run club. And I mean, listen, man, the guy's been phenomenal, especially especially his first stint with um, with St. Louis before he got the big contract with the Angels, and now coming back, and then the big series. Like I'm telling you, that game, you got to go back and watch the highlights if you have not seen it. That Sunday game with the Mariners winning over the Braves, man, it was, it was drama, it was a playoff level intensity. The crowd was packed. Love it, love it, love it, love it, man. And then also, um, you know, the Mets did what they did against the uh, the Marlins. That's actually um, a lot of if you, you already know how this works, man. Um, in, um, in Florida, it, there's a lot of um, New Yorkers that support uh, the teams that go down to Florida to play against. You know, you know, in basketball, hockey, same shit, right? But Mets got a lot of support uh, at the Miami Marlins Park over the weekend. It was Mets style. <laughs> Not a Marlin fan in sight, man. I mean, Marlins, uh, I don't, you know, I already, you heard me talk about that shit in the past, man. Like, I don't like their, around their stadium setup at all. So it's not going to attract a home base and it's hot as hell in Miami. So a lot of people would rather be at the beach, be at the bars, be at home, you know, the pool or whatever. But uh, the Mets came down there and they just whipped the shit out of the goddamn Marlins. Wow. But, um, like I said, we'll, we'll be back in the, uh, Probably within, you know, next week and then the week after that, the Sunday before the Monday night football game, uh, the Yankees get a little bit of cushion, big big wins over the Twins and also the Rays. And then in the National League Central with the Cardinals and Brewers, where the Brewers are trying to make up a little bit of ground, and the Guardians 
uh, doing what what they're doing because the White Sox, man, I I try to give them a, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, man. The defense is a little bit suspect, just boppling balls in the infield. I just you know I think I always, I keep on saying they're going to turn the corner, they're going to turn the corner, they're going to catch Minnesota, they're going to catch Cleveland, and the Cleveland man, um, they they got they're showing a little bit of this power, man. That you know, especially in their series versus Seattle. Uh, to stay atop of that AL Central, man. But uh, man, that's kind of where I stand on this episode. Halfway through the month of September, we'll definitely bounce back. Uh, like I said, if we could sustain this five and a half game lead in the seven days from now, I'd be up more. I think it'll be the AL East will definitely be a wrap, and we'll round up all the other teams as well, man. So, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Heart. Apple and uh, iHeartRadio, and then also uh, wrap up, uh, check out the schedule on the, on the website. I wanted to touch up on the baseball, Sangria Sue, ladies and gentlemen, on the baseball, and give you just a quick listen right before Monday Night Football, man. Believe you, man. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blue, 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 blue,